you're now tuned into another episode of The Underground. Each week, we dive into what it means to create, nurture, and live in communities everywhere. This is The Underground with Ryan Moore and Justin Lon Carrick. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Underground Podcast. My name is Justin and I'm sitting with Ryan. What's up, bud? What's up, bud? Should we talk about the visit from Bylon? No, let's not talk about that. No, let's not bring that up. <laughs> but uh, everything's good. Everyone, Justin just brought it up, so I guess we I are apologize. bringing it up. Yeah. But everything's good. Everything's fine. We're in compliance. Uh, we had a visit by Bylaw um, just to make sure that we were uh, taking care of everything. Making sure that the uh, making sure that we're doing the right or the pond is doing the right things when it comes to vaccination certificates. Yes, so we're all good. We're all good. There. In other news, I cut my finger this morning. That sucked. Bought some new knives from Costco and then was washing them this morning. And you know when you like you dry it with your thumb and your forefinger, and I my, I guess my fat ass thumb eked over the top of the knife and yeah. sliced it nicely. I think everyone's got a story like that when you get oh. into those. Uh, just, just knives and stuff. I told you I, I, I've done that with a skate blade before. Just oh, yeah. drying a skate blade and, and slice your finger because you got to wipe your skate. Did you know, fun fact about hockey. Yes. The new skate blades um, are stainless steel, right? And, okay. And, and they're like galvanized in a way that they are rust resistant. So all the people that are um, drying their skates to prevent the rust, I, I just do it out of good practice, but... Uh, <laughs> Not necessary. They anymore. don't, they won't rust. Well, because the old one's totally rusted. The, okay. So I'll also, um, if it's like a, a cheaper skate, right? it will rust as well. Of course. You have to have the, the better skates and the steel on them is better. I have a pair of Easton skates and it's got, the blade is held in with like two nuts and bolts kind of. It's hard to explain, but there's like two nuts and two bolts on mm-hmm. either side and they rust. The, yeah. the blade itself doesn't rust. Well, <laughs> Easton hasn't made skates for about 10 years, so. That's how old my skates are. Yeah. yeah I don't skate very often. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I had a kid in here the other day, and he was going into high school tryouts, and his pants were um, too small, so he was using his dad's pants because oh, excellent. Be, because the the theory was if I make this team, they're going to give me pants anyways. Are they though? Yeah, it's Appleby oh. College. Oh, well, um, yeah. So if I make this team, they're going to give okay. me pants anyways. <laughs> So I'm just going to wear my dad's pants. And I was like, I would caution you against that because those pants, again, have not, that company has not made hockey equipment in 10 years. Yeah. So if you show up with those pants on, it's an immediate red flag to the coach. I have not played hockey in a while. How old is this kid? 14, 15. So he's 14, 15, going to try out for a team where there's 18-year-olds that are going to smash him and he's not going to want to wear proper equipment. No, no, it would be the junior team. Oh, oh, okay. Not varsity. Varsity's already playing. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. They do that in high school around like other high schools as well. Yes, but the thing is, is with private schools, they do it throughout the year. Right. Whereas regular public and Catholic high schools will do it um, after the uh, rep season ends. Right. So I actually have a good story about that. I I went to Notre Dame before Corpus Christi was uh, was a thing, and uh, <laughs> and. Well, should we bring him in right we now before bring I tell him the let's, story? Yeah, let's just introduce the guest to be a part of the conversation because there's no point in, telling in just story. sitting here and and letting him smile and nod at us. Hand gestures. Hand gestures. We've got a very special guest today. Ah, come on. Listen, so uh, he's a friend of the show. 
He's been around. He's been on the show before, or we've been on his show. We before. were on his. We were, yeah. Well, we did the Simul Simul podcast. Mule podcast. We had the- <laughs> uh, Joe Seiler from Those Dad Guys, which is sort of semi-retired, I guess, or retired from that podcast. I suppose we can say that we are retired. You're a retired. Yeah, we are retired. Retired podcast. I'm a retired. You're you're a retired. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Or you're just tired. I don't know. Uh, what you know what? That's always the case. Thanks for uh, having me, boys. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, so uh, let's jump into your story and we'll yeah. see where this goes. Okay. Well, so I went to Notre Dame before Corpus Christi was built. So if you were Catholic in Burlington and lived above the QEW, you went to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. yeah. I went there. Yeah. So it was packed like my grade nine year i didn't get a locker and not one of my classes except for gym was inside the school they were all in portables i'm just gonna throw out there that i'm pretty sure you're not the same age not even close (laughs) i'll promise you that we didn't have portables when i was there Ah, let's just say that there you go okay well you didn't have portables one of my classes was in portable number 62 (laughs) that's ridiculous that's dumb. That's why they built a new high school. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyways, and since then, I think two or three have been built. But anyways, yeah. um, so if you were Catholic in Burlington and lived above the QEW, you went to Notre Dame. So like I was saying, junior hockey is after junior high school hockey is grade nine and 10. And it's after the rep season ends. My team, most high schools will have one or two AAA players, um, a decent player here or there, and then they just kind of fill out the roster with just regular hockey players. We had one AA goalie, and the rest of my team was AAA. And <laughs> not fair. And <laughs> and ten of those people were dra- were ended up being not that was earlier, but ended those ended up being drafted to the OHL. Um, and one is in the NHL. So is it is it safe to say that you won the year that year? No. Oh, yeah, I knew it. I knew that was coming. I knew it. It's always, this, it always takes one. There's this little school called Oakville Trafalgar. OT, right. OT. That had John Tavares, oh, Sam Gagne, oh, 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 no. Steve Mason, wow. and all those goodie bags. Wow. So their school was loaded. Wow. They got, they got lucky. They, yeah. And so every tournament, it ended up us versus them. We won. They won. We won. They won. They won more than we won. But the biggest one at Appleby Arena in Burlington in front of our home crowd of Notre Dame, they bust all the kids to the game and stuff. Yeah. I scored in overtime to win. Woo. That a boy. So go. on Steve Mason. There on Steve Mason. Love it. There you go. Uh, that's a great story. I don't have any good high school stories because I wasn't super sporty, but I will fall back on this because my son just signed up for volleyball and he's on the volleyball team for his elementary school. Yeah. And this is my Al Bundy moment. I was the in grade eight. Coming out of that year when we graduated, I was the volleyball MVP for the year, the basketball MVP for the year, oh. and the athlete of the year Listen for my grade eight school. Look at this guy! <laughs> wow. My Al Bundy moment. Right let there. me just let me just brag a little bit more about my grade eight year. <laughs> the school had two hundred kids. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. St. John's downtown Burlington. <laughs> yeah, it was a great school. Yeah, man. Um, do you, you went to Notre Dame. Where did you go before that? I went to Canadian Martyrs in Burlington. Right. And, I went to St. Uh, Gabe's. Uh, there, see, there you go. Uh, and, and again, probably never came across you in any sports. No. Uh, but uh, I played volleyball also in, in grade school. Was not the MVP because I was like four feet tall. <laughs> and so, you still are. I'm yeah, I, mean, about that. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting shorter. High school, I played basketball, was not even close to the best on the team. I remember there was one tournament where our coach got like, he was like stuck in traffic or something. <laughs> so they're like, well, you need a coach to play. Yes. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, 
they go to my dad. They're like, hey, Mr. Seiler, can you coach? My dad doesn't know nothing, <laughs> nothing about that. He's yeah. like, uh, sure. I'll stand he's behind like, the bench. Yeah, you guys do much. what he's you like, do. He's like, who starts? Everyone's like, Joel starts. I'm like, no, I don't start. I don't start at all. Had the game of my life in front of my old man behind nice. the bench, but uh, that was pretty much my high school basketball career. <laughs> I love that. Your dad's all kind of like, uh, let's learn together. Yeah, that, that was pretty <laughs> yeah. much it. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, so yeah. So, that was that was me in uh, in Burlington sports for, for school. So, then into high school, I ended up playing football for the junior football team. And it was, I played in grade nine. What high school did you go to? Central. Yeah. So I went from, uh, so, <laughs> it's a stupid story, but I went to Assumption for about a week. But because of where I lived, I couldn't walk home from school to go to Assumption. Because mm. like you said, in North Burlington, you'd go Because the to, gangs. <laughs> the Burlington Mall gang. Yeah, yeah, that's it was, right. It was a rough walk. <laughs> Cumberland gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like you said, in North Burlington, you'd go to Notre Dame and that's a wide area. And in South Burlington, you'd go to Assumption. Uh, and that was a huge area as well. So where we were was over by Brant Street, over by St. John's. So I was used to walking home from St. John's every day, even for lunch. I'd go home for lunch. And uh, and now I'm like, I can't, I got to take a lunch with me. And what's all this about? I can't do that. I got like, I would go home and make myself craft dinner and all kinds of good stuff. And now I got to eat like <laughs> cold, half cold what? shit. In the, you I got to have a sandwich. Gotta have a sandwich. What's this? It's been sitting in a bag for four hours. What's what this, is this? It's just crap. <laughs> so, uh, so I ended up going to central, but I played for the junior football team. We made it to the championship that year. I uh, scored a touchdown off of a, uh, so a botched punt return. So they, we punted to the other team and the guy missed it and it hit his hand and I was running down the field. I picked it up and I scored a touchdown in the championship game. Uh, we knocked a kid out in the championship game on another punt return type situation where we just clobbered the guy after he p picked up the ball. We won the game. It was great. Um, but that year was my last year playing football and I'll tell you why. So kind of like, uh, a friend of mine who's going through this right now, but, um, Jeevan actually last week who we who we talked to his kid broke his collarbone recently and um I there was a pile on a run play in the middle of the field and I was a uh a, a tight end <laughs> insert your wah, jokes wah, here wah. <laughs> so uh, so the pl play goes kid runs pile in the middle I'm kind of blocking on the outside not a big deal because it was kind of on the other side kid all of a sudden you hear it's like death scream yeah and this kid stands up out of the pile with his arm in like an L shape. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I was like, you know what? Um, I have too much, like I've put too much time into my baseball at this point. <laughs> said, eh? I am going to go back to safe baseball. <laughs> well, that's what it was partly that, but it was also like, I know, like I have a chance to do something with baseball. I've played mm -hmm. AAA all my career. I was, you know, 14 years old and I'm coming into those years when people are starting to look at stuff and I just didn't want to risk it. So I was like, I'm out after this. And yeah. they asked me to come back. I was the backup quarterback, the tight end and the middle linebacker of all things. I was a skinny little bat, like kid. I was, Let's and there was a kid, kid that played. Hang on, there Dude's was a playing kid. Iron Man football over here. Guy, yeah. There was a guy that played for um, Aldershot High School that must have been seven and a half feet tall and about fourteen feet wide, and he was a running back because that's what you do with those guys in that age. Yeah, just sure. let him just lean forward and roll through the pile, and then they just go. And I was the middle linebacker, and I was like, "That this is a nightmare. This let is me, nightmare." Let, yeah, exactly. Let, let, let me go, go for your ankles. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's your ankles? Let me get them. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, have you ever have you ever um, heard a bone snap before? Yeah. Oh no! And I do Just not want to even think about it. I've done. The, I've oh. thought of it. Makes. <laughs> I've probably uh, more times than I than I want, but probably three, four times they've uh, 
They, I know we're all making faces uh, like that's <laughs> like I've had one before. I had a you actually um, won the Bachelor, uh, Blake oh, Moines. Yeah, yeah. He was my D partner growing up in in rep hockey, and he leveled kids. If hey you, Blake, if you're listening, we need you on the show. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. emailed you and you have not responded. Well, the fine. thing is, is it got to go through ABC now. Contract. I know. I get it. Um, yeah. And I I talked to him last week. I think and it or. Uh, I think he's got like three more months left on his contract. Before, and then we're good to go. Day one after, right? Day one Day after. Day one on the, the, underground. On the underground podcast from ABC to the underground. You know what? Well, watch. <laughs> Those dad guys are going to come back. We're going to scoop them. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyways, if you if you know this guy, if you've watched The Bachelor, you can tell the size of him. He's, uh, he's I just a, point out, never watched it. I don't yeah. know if that's good or not, but. Well, I mean, your, pro- your wife probably has. Sure. Yeah. But uh, he's a unit. Like he yeah. is, he's not tall tall but it's a six one ish but he's like a refrigerator he's mm. thick and he's jacked and and just a, a unit of a guy and he was my d partner we and he kids. had the knack to to cut across the ice as they were cutting towards him so we had this thing that we started doing we got smart and he always said morsey just like funnel him to the middle and I'll take him out. And, and I'll so kill him. out of the corner of my eye, I would know if Blake was in position, I would cheat to the boards to make him think, ooh, I got You'll I got him beat to the middle. Yeah. And twice, him twice with him, the the thing goes the 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 collision happens literally right in front of me. It's like this man just, just disappeared in front sale. of me. <laughs> no, it, it, it's literally just like snap your fingers and boom, the, gone, gone. It's like oh, like there, body there, parts everywhere. It, there's the puck, but um, and you just hear literally like oh, like like that sound. Geez. And I've had I've watched kids get up and their their wrist is dangling. Um, the collarbone. I was gonna say that's probably really com- common. <sighs> that's common, and not that it's good. We don't want anyone getting hurt ever. No. But the collarbone's one of the easiest ones um, to come back from. Can I tell you a collarbone story? Do it. So I had a friend of mine. Uh, I was, you know, well after my uh, my baseball playing days were done, and we started playing slow pitch. <laughs> and you start playing the beer league slow pitch, and yeah. in the tournaments where they decide they give you beer. So we were in a... <laughs> <laughs> we you don't have a, to pay uh, for it. <laughs> we're in a tournament, and a buddy of mine hits a home run over the fence. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, we've clearly had a little bit to drink. So he comes around third base pretending he's flying. <laughs> like like he puts his arm out like like yeah, it's yeah. an airplane. Yeah, I get it. And he, uh, no, I'm talking to listeners right now. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, he, uh, the radio concept, he did I get this, it. Uh, he, does, <laughs> he tripped over third base, did like this commando roll. I'm standing at home plate to shake his hand. And he goes, he goes, nope, can't do it. Hands <laughs> up. He busted his collarbone on a home run trot. Uh, <laughs> well, that's like, who was it? Hurt? Who was that in the end, uh, in the MLB that did that, where he jumped onto home plate and busted his ankle? Uh, Kendris Morales. Kendris Morales. Ended up playing with the Blue Jays. I think it was his knee. It was his knee. It was his knee. Yeah. Just and crazy. That's why no one would sign him after the, like until the Blue Jays signed him because no one knew if he was going to be healthy. Yeah. You, you get into a scrum, a celebration. That's why jump. those things always scare me. Yeah. Man. Stupid. Just yeah, well, dumb. And then think about hockey celebrations. I've, yeah. uh, I, I haven't had, and I've been in a couple celebrations. Celebrations. I've been lucky in my hockey. Well, I don't play anymore, but I've been in a couple championships. Yeah. I've won a couple championships, and that gloves uh, are flying, glo- skates are sticking skates. out everywhere. <laughs> the thing is, that's the thing is, you sharpen skates. That's a blade. Yeah, and yep. you got your gloves off, your helmets off. Everyone's pushing and shoving in a in a celebratory pile. 
you pile on the goalie. It's and I, I've heard horror stories of mm-hmm. people getting sliced open and, and just, stuff. You're like saying that. casually dropping that he's been in OHL ce- celebrations. I've heard that once or twice. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, not in the. I didn't win in the OHL. Oh, there, you go. <laughs> there, uh, there. He's humble again. Yeah, <laughs> brought him back down to earth. <laughs> you know. Oh well, my I, goodness. I speak from experience, guys. There you go. That's what you want. Can uh, you can't can't chirp when it's real. I I re- uh, sorry. I think I listened to something where someone ridiculous like a skateboarder or something was talking about how it only takes five pounds of force. Cause he used to get in fights all the time and now he's a pro skateboarder. He was a pro skateboarder. I can't remember who it was. Guy ended up being on TV for, we had like a reality show. I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, so he used to say that if you ever got in a bar fight, all you do is one punch the guy's collarbone. Cause it only takes five pounds of force to break your collarbone. And he would one punch a collarbone, and then the guy couldn't lift his arms up <laughs> anymore. And so, he'd, and wow. then he'd run. <laughs> he'd be like I'm out. That's See it. Ya. Yeah. I'm out. But back so. to the speaking about the collarbone. What what I was saying earlier is it's six weeks. It heals. Yeah. And pretty much in hockey, for for what I know from hockey, if you break your collarbone, you can just pretty much expect them. Maybe even five weeks, they're back if they heal quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's back to normal. It's a strut bone, from what I've been explained it doesn't have like muscle around it or anything mm, mm. so there's no rehabbing tendons and stuff ah, like right. that that's good get the bone to heal and Just away the you go bone well heals. the only downside to it is if it's broken in such a way where it needs surgery to straighten out yeah if you shattered it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because i know like dylan sangara uh i shouldn't maybe not mention his name i'll bleep it up Boop, sangara Done. <laughs> <laughs> so he says it again Boop, uh, but no but Steven's kid uh, got in a bit of a collision on the boards a couple of weeks ago and went down and sure enough, collarbone. But what they were saying was that it was in like an A shape when he went to the doctor. And yeah. I'm like, that can't be. Good yeah, thing. No, can't be. But he luckily will not need surgery. They put it all back in place. And but he's completely useless at home as an individual because he can't put his own shoes on. He can't, like you know, bathe himself. I was like. Even you got to get your kid a hot nurse or something. Nah. <laughs> well, boom. Yeah, so. and, and, and similar to what you were saying with you didn't want to get hurt playing football um, and, and surgeries and mm. all that, going back, bring it right back to Blake. Yeah. Um, he played high school football while playing rep hockey. He, he was a himself? good rep hockey player. Yeah. He had potential to, to, to go to make hockey something. Yeah. And he played high school football. Mm-hmm. Um, off the line, he was a lineman. Off the line, stepped on a sprinkler head, I think, or something, oh. and shattered his ankle uh, badly. It was like screws, plates, the whole thing. Ruined his hockey career? Didn't or, or completely diminish it. ruin it. Diminished it. But to this day, if you go down on a one-on-one on him, go down and go right on him because he has a very hard time turning right now. Right. Weak ankles. Um, Weak yeah. ankles, yeah. Well, that's like Jeevan's kid because Jeevan's kid is actually a really high-level baseball player at mm-hmm. 14. He's like up in the elite levels beyond the AAA where they have these renegade elite teams that travel. Yeah. And so, you know, Jeevan was looking at him going, what are we doing here playing single-A hockey, getting our bones broken for when you're... Hold on. What? Yeah. He was on the show last week, Jeevan. Yeah. People know his last name. Say the kid's last name. Who cares? No, I know. No, that's not, that's <laughs> not, not my concern. We're not beeping that. I did, no, that. We're not beeping. I was worried about the kid's first name. I don't know if some parents are weird about it. But hey, well, Paul's Paul's wife doesn't. Don't work. even get me started yeah. on not being able to talk about Paul's family. Uh-oh. Can I do it here since this isn't art? No, I can't do it. <laughs> what? I don't care. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be incredible. Could, could you imagine I go out and put Paul's family on blast on someone else's podcast? <laughs> well, so this is the test, though. This is the test to see how good a friend he is to you. You've been on this podcast today. Is he going to listen? 
Uh, I, you know what? Can I tell you something? I didn't even tell him I was going on here. I, I was worried. He'd, oh, you guys he'd are real friends. Get jealous. I worry he'd get jealous. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, we need to do those dad guys again. That being said, I, you know, don't want to take away from this, but we may do a special episode. We don't know yet. But for um, anybody listening, though, let me just reiterate that those dad guys is a special show. I mean, what? <laughs> like, think about this. You've got a fun. couple of Burlington guys that just shoot the shit about whatever anything you know and they uh, without mentioning the names of paul's wife they <laughs> they definitely talk about family life and uh it, I, I honestly for me it got me through dog walks and and you and, know hanging out and, and differing from us they're actually they actually know what they're doing <laughs> they have good sound quality well for one. we made it we made it seem very very good but uh we we just went winged it you know, every now and then I would get mad because it's like if we didn't have something going into the episode, mm -hmm. that's when I would get upset because I like structure. Oh, so you didn't like coming in here so today? today is, you know what? I just but here I don't have to. I don't have to run the show. I'm just yeah. gonna follow your lead, right? But if I like structure, and if I didn't have structure. Paul never had structure. Paul just followed my lead, right? Yeah. So so if I didn't have structure, I didn't know where I was going. And for me, I like to know where I'm going and how I'm getting out of there. Yeah, yeah. that's and, fair. And that was and, and so so we tended to have structure for the moment, but there were some episodes that just scared the hell out of me. Because mm. I'm like, well, we got one thing. We like we generally like to go. We we would usually go about 45 minutes, mm -hmm. probably talk an hour. And look, for those who are listening right now and you want the curtain pulled back a little bit, editing a podcast sucks. It does. It depends on how you do it though. So let's actually, part of the reason why I wanted to bring you in today is mm. because we like to try to bring value to our listeners in some way or another. Okay. <laughs> so we so brought Joe. So immediately, I'm going to so pay people now? <laughs> immediately, I think Joe's happy. Yeah, obviously. Um, bring but, the value. So what I thought we'd talk about a little bit is because obviously you're whoever's listening to this, we are a podcast and Joe had a podcast. Joe's been in the radio world for a little while. Yep. Uh, and knows a thing or two about, well, you can tell his voice is very radio Oh, that's, I was born with this voice. <laughs> this, this wonderful voice. So what does it take to start a podcast? Like what, when you, when you said to, to Paul, Hey, like you obviously had an idea at some point you went to him. What does it take to start it after the idea? Sure. Yeah. Do it. Like you have an idea. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have, you know, the, the most modern um, gear for recording a podcast, or if you have um, just like a, a recorder that you can plug a microphone into or record it into your damn phone. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, you could do that nowadays. You absolutely can. Just do it. Look, the first episode of Those Dad Guys, just like I'm sure the first episode of The Underground, is not as good it shouldn't be as good <laughs> as as your latest episode because it's always evolving. And that's what we found with those dad guys. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden COVID hit. So you had to find different ways to do things. So, mm -hmm. but, but the key is do it because you're going to get better as you go. And that's what, that's what I found with us. I mean, we didn't get that much better. And but. stay consistent. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? Because if you're not, and people, you know, if you go three weeks, without doing a podcast and and you have loyal listeners and they don't hear from you they're like well i guess that's done because people's people's um, attention span their attention gone. span yeah. will, will just go we had um so we were those dad guys and we had another dad podcast in like michigan reach out to us and they they kind of wanted to do a uh 
you know, crossover Canada, and, and, USA, you know, that's, that's kind of it. So I was like, okay, great. Let's do it. You guys get, you get your, you know, and then we found, they started stealing stuff from us. So we would uh, crack a beer. They, uh, they pour some whiskey. Uh, um, they would do the, we, we would do the dad joke of the week. They would lead with the dad joke of the week. Uh, so we started to hear that. Whatever. I don't, that didn't, it didn't really bother me. It bothered Paul a little bit more, but I'm like, ah, it's flattering. Flattery. You know, they, you you know and they're, yeah. you know, I, they're not as good at us as, as us, so don't worry about it. But they, my point is, we were all ready to go, and then they went one week, two weeks, three weeks, Without. and I didn't hear anything. Like, I had talked to these guys on the phone saying, hey, guys, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Yeah. But three weeks, four weeks, and then we're like, all right, they're gone. Yeah. They're, they're gone. So, so yeah, so just do it and be consistent. Yeah, Staying cool. power is well, what it is. And I know uh, I know someone that managed influencers in the past, so I, I, I picked their brain a little bit on, like, social media, podcasts, that whole bag of, that whole world of the, to enter into this, it's not difficult. To enter into social media, it's not difficult. It's free. Yep. You can create an account. Yeah. But what she said to me was, it is, on average, three years before you'll hit. Mm-hmm. If you can stay consistent, stay true, find out what your people want, find out what people are responding to and carve out your niche, carve out your th- your thing that you're going to do and it's 3 years on average until that moment happens that now all of a sudden boom, we're we're now we're gaining listeners and it can be an exponential growth because more listeners bring more listeners yep. if you're doing what they like. Yep. It's interesting because podcasting is sort of another form of social media in a way. Mm-hmm. You're creating I, I media. Can, I consider it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um when we got into real when we got into this real estate marketing we've been doing two years ago almost in March of twenty twenty. That was one of the messages that was driven home to us is that when you start into this process of actually doing this properly, uh, the key is consistency. Because most people in any industry, when they start posting, they have all these great intentions of, I'm going to post every day, every week, every whatever, and it lasts for a couple months, and then it fades off, right? Well, life gets busy, right? Totally. And and we're all like... (laughs) None of us, I mean, I don't know if you guys are, but I never got paid for doing those dad guys. Nope. Not no, once. Not yet. So, <laughs> Justin, and, and that's no. the thing, right? <laughs> if Justin was, he wasn't going to tell you. No. So, uh, <laughs> but we never got paid. So, so life kind of has to take priority, right? Right. And, and so, yeah, I mean, with social media, we were, that's one thing we were absolutely horrible with with those that guys is is we were not good at social media just we'd be like all right we're gonna do this on monday this on tuesday this it lasted like a week Mm. and i'm like it takes a lot of effort it's just not so but the one thing we prided ourselves is we made sure we put out at least one episode every week Mm -hmm. and we went a hundred episodes you know what I mean? So you were doing up to two a week. Sometimes. Yeah, well, that that was that became that became a bo- a point of contention <laughs> in the Siler home. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that between editing and doing shows, and so it became a point of contention. So that's that's a great point, though, is that the consistency long term is the high the most important thing. And I'll just wrap up that point with this story in that. So I've been marketing the way I've been marketing. And anybody that wants to see this little shameless plug, just go to Justin Long Carrick on Facebook or Instagram and you'll find me. All my marketing's on there. All my stuff is considered marketing at this point, in my opinion. Uh, personal stories, all kinds of stuff. I was in Starbucks yesterday. I don't know if anybody saw my Insta story sitting around this table. Uh, but I was in Starbucks yesterday for a meeting, finished my meeting, got my coat on, went to the back to the bathroom. And as I passed the 
the barista counter, one of the baristas goes, are you Justin? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, how do I know you? Like actually went, do we know each other? And she goes, no, you don't, but I follow you on, on Facebook. I love your stuff. You talk about family. And I'm like, Wait, waiting for the autograph thing. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I'm just like, thank you so much for telling me because it makes me feel like it's I'm validation. Right yeah, it's validation. Mm. But the point is, is that that's happened probably in the summer. I was getting that at a couple of golf tournaments that I went to with dads that I didn't know at these dad golf tournaments. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the, I've had it one other time at a, I can't even remember at what store it was, but I walked through and someone went, Hey, Justin. And I'm like, Hey. <laughs> hey, that's the best day. Hey, hey, hey you. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah. So, and, but it, to me, it's, it, you got to remember that this is now since March, 2020, we're a year and a half or more, almost two years in. And now this is really starting to pick up traction, but it took all of that time of posting three times a week and doing all the things we did, mm -hmm. you know, and now I've got, so I didn't tell you this, uh oh. but, um, I don't even know if I can do this. Uh, let's see if we can pull this up. I'm going to, um, and this, again, this is not to toot my own horn here or anything specific or our own own horn. I Justin likes to toot horns. Hey I do. I do. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try toot to see away, if we buddy. can, hang on, here we go. Let's see if we can listen to this. Hey, Justin, what's up, man? It's Colton Burke giving you a shout from Cowtown, Calgary, Alberta. Hope you're doing well, buddy. I was actually just listening to uh, your podcast on my drive here. Uh, your last one you put out. Uh, oh, Steven, I think is how you say his name. Uh, your mortgage guy. Freaking, that was awesome, dude. So, so chock full of value. Ton of really good tangibles in there. Uh, some stuff I wasn't aware of that I, I really like to, to hear. So, yeah, I just want to give you a shout out, touch base, but you know, you're putting out some good shit, man. Talk to you later. Calgary, Alberta. Joe, you got some, because uh, that was our last podcast. Jeevan uh, yeah. made a call in. <laughs> Big shoes to So you got a, <laughs> we got, we, okay, so we got Calgary. I want St. John's this week there calling we in for Joe. <laughs> oh, you know what's beauty? <laughs> Paul's got family out there. I'll just talk to Paul. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> just send a note. Give him Justin's Thanks number. Hey. hey, I'll tell you what, I need you to, I need you to get your family to call. <laughs> what? Okay. Just, you didn't even tell me you were on this podcast. No. Justin. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm getting together with Paul. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to come out. But Justin, you didn't even tell me about that. That's awesome. I forgot. Yeah, I, I got that yesterday and I was like, wow, that's a wicked little, like sort of it boosts our, my confidence to think that, hey, we're, we're doing the right thing. And, and we're, we're we didn't even really address it. We're over a year now. We are over a year. Yeah. November would have been our first Justin, month. We're over Jeez. a year. Oh, that's oh, nice. So what what gift is that? I'm nothing. We're not. It's the gift of me being here over and over again because yeah, you get a hat. Fed up. But once you <laughs> hit that, what, once you hit that one year, honestly, it's that's a super cool feeling. Yeah, yeah like man. that's a super cool feeling. You're like, you know what? We've done this consistently for a year. We never gave up. We mm -hmm. we took a summer hiatus, but that was what two months just two to, months to we recharge ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and sure. we started. We were doing two a week. Yeah, <laughs> you guys um, were crazy. We were bombing two, three. It out. But yeah. you know. I, I compared a spitting one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is, is Spitting Chicklets. It's the mm -hmm. hockey podcast. And no shit, huh? <laughs> I, I wasn't going to be the one to say it. It's like, oh, what's that? I don't know. Yeah, well, I know in case is. some of the listeners out there have don't listen to hockey, they don't, they don't pay attention to hockey. But, anyways, um, <laughs> but they started and they came out the gate hot and they got a lot of attention. So they rolled that right into three a week. Right. And to be honest, too much. It started getting like, I don't really feel like listening to you guys yeah. anymore because mm -hmm. they were doing an hour and a half, two hour episodes 
three times a week. That's yeah. how I feel about Rogan now at this point because he's bombing out episodes a bunch of times a week and yep. I'm just like, I can't even keep up anymore. Well, that's why when we did the podcast, when we ended up doing two a week, what we did is we did our regular recorded podcast and then we did a Facebook Live version, which was a half hour where it was just, it was a little bit, like there was, there was no structure to that one, eh? Hey, it's it's Friday. Let's talk. If you're joining us on Facebook, get involved in the conversation, mm -hmm. and that's what we did. And sometimes people would, and sometimes people wouldn't. And when they wouldn't, you'd hope you have a story, but you only got to fill a half hour. Right. You don't have to fill an hour. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so we tried to make the two shows different for that specific reason. I didn't want to have the same type of show twice a week because for me. I would get tired of it. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I've been listening to this dad podcast out of Michigan, and they do something similar. <laughs> I'm sure they do. What's the name? Let's go to their Facebook page. Let's check out their Facebook Live. Um, so functionally and structurally, when you when you guys were editing, so when we edit, when I started our podcast, I, was hi I hired guys on Fiverr. Mm -hmm. So Fiverr was a great resource for me originally because they did our logo. Someone on Fiverr did our logo. Someone on Fiverr did our intro and outro, which we still use today. By the way, you notice nothing ever on Fiverr costs $5. No, nothing Once ever costs Once upon a time, That's... they're like, Fiverr, $5. Yeah. Nothing I've ever bought no. on Fiverr costs $5. Well, Go you on. can get the $5 yeah. thing, but it's not what you want. No, it's like a stick figure. <laughs> yeah. That would be your logo. Yeah. So so we did that, and and all the music and sounds that you hear, well, not the sounds, but the music that you hear from our intro and outro is all Fiverr stuff, which I think is cool. I like it. Um, and not super expensive. Initially, I was editing on there, sending off the files, and they would edit it for me. The other thing we were doing initially is we were doing, we were recording on, I forget the, the name of the, the thing, the online, you can record online. Yeah. Zencaster. Zencaster. Yep, so we were we recording on there. I felt like the sound wasn't great, but in the end, if you're, again, if you're starting out, simple way to do it. Um, I, that was the thing that made it to words. No, no, that's, that originally was just literally, uh, and like you online, you just record, remember we recorded, you guys were here somewhere and I was yeah. wherever I was anyway, but, um, it's literally, you can have people from anywhere record, but the thing is you can do the same thing now I've realized with, um, zoom. Yeah. You can actually separate tracks on zoom, which is awesome. Cause then you can individually do that. But the thing is, is that I'm not super technical when it comes to, uh, editing. And I think that's a big point to make is that, you know, I don't think that editing is super required. Like, I think you can get away with not editing that much. But talk to me about your editing process and your thoughts for like a beginner getting in. So I, I come from the world of that. Like, that's what I do for a living. I sit in a studio and I edit. And so that's what I do. So I'm pretty picky. And again, with a radio background, I kind of, there's certain things that really get me. And the one thing I will say, and you'll find it anywhere, is the ums and the ahs and mm. all this stuff, they are distracting. Totally. They're distracting. So it, you have to train yourself as a host. Don't say these things. And if you do say them, because I listened back to the podcast at least three times before we released it and you know cut those out. And there were times where I said to Paul, I said, look, man, I'm going to cut all your ums and ahs together. I'm going to make one 25-minute um, uh, file. Uh, uh, That's uh, all uh, it's going to be. It's um, amazing. So, so I would be picky like to cut all of those out. But at the same time, if you just cut those out, it you know, you've got to make everything sound natural. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a big challenge that can become problematic. Right. And, and, and the other thing is, so there's that. And, and so that was always step one for me mm -hmm. is step one, get rid of all that crap. Step two was always, okay, does, does this go anywhere? 
Right. Right. Is this story? And a lot of our stories didn't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> let's just start there. But can't, do we bring it back or is this pointless? Because I didn't like my episodes to be an hour and 20 minutes. Mm. I felt that was too long for our audience in their, their very short attention span. So, so what can I cut out? And so then I would cut out certain parts and then Paul would go, Oh, I can't believe you cut that part out. I remember because we, we were on a radio station briefly in Hamilton mm. And I remember the first episode we did on that radio station. I uh, Paul hadn't heard, he had not heard the radio version yet. And with the radio version, you had to be a specific time, yeah. right? Right. And we had to insert commercial breaks. So and I remember Paul listening, and we're like texting back and forth. We're like, we're on the radio. It's so exciting. <laughs> and then and then he's like, wow, I can't believe you cut out that story. I'm like, Paul, we got time, man. We got to cut to time. And, yeah. and that was the thing. So sometimes you had to lose things that you loved. But if 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 it didn't work for flow, you could lose it. You know what I mean? And yeah. maybe you save that for the for the blooper show or something or a best of show later that people have never heard before. That's very interesting. So... Editing itself, mm. like actually editing. Mm -hmm. From a functional standpoint, what I found was looking at wave files was like looking at like for me, because I don't speak like Mandarin or Chinese or anything, was like looking at a completely different language. Right. So how, how do you, when I ended up, what I ended up finding was a product called Descript, which has worked extraordinarily well for us. And it's probably not up to Joe's standards for what we do, because he's probably listened back to us and gone, oh, I never would have done that. <laughs> but um, nah. But, you know, what I liked about Descript is that it will actually highlight the ums and ahs. Oh, really? Well, so what it does is it takes the words that you say, and this is the product that Ryan was talking about earlier. Yes. Was, it takes the words and, and, and puts them into a Word document so you can actually read the words. So, oh. it, yeah. So now you've got a Word document, and instead of editing the WAV files, which can be tricky to find the exact spot in the millisecond that you need to cut to the other millisecond, you can just delete a word. And it will delete that word right out of the thing. Yeah, because your word is clipped to the right. audio. So time right. timing. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's really simple. And you just go through the word and you go, um, delete, um, delete, um, delete. Or you can auto delete all the ums, but I caution against that because yeah. it will so. delete ums in a weird, like there are certain moments when the um is so naturally in the sentence that if you delete it it puts a like a hiccup in the sentence where yeah, it doesn't you'll, you'll right. hear that yeah. someone the average because most people listen either through head earbuds or they'll listen in their cars yep but no matter what they're usually listening to a podcast um See, I just nailed it. Cut that out, okay? Uh, I'm leaving that one in. <laughs> they're usually <laughs> after I lectured everyone. Case in point. They're usually listening without any kind of distraction. Right. Right. So they're really focused. So they, if they hear that, they're going to go, that sounded weird. That yeah. was, that was a weird edit. What? I wonder what was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just got used to like, again, I've been doing this kind of thing for like 20 plus years. I kind of know what an um looks like now. It's disgusting that I yeah. know what an, you're um like reading the like. matrix. It's, it's kind of <laughs> what it is. Right? So, so yeah, but, but yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, look, as we pull back the curtain for all the listeners right now, like editing sucks. Mm. It, it takes record this part here where we're recording. This is the fun. Mm. This is the fun that, you know, but then when you have to go and edit it down and whether you're cutting ums and ahs out or you're cutting bits of stories out, just to the point where you get it released, 
Like that's that part. I mean, you have you, no idea how many Bitcoin stories I've had to delete from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you got But you've got it. But the, at the same time, you've got to enjoy it because you would have stopped doing it, and you that's guys right. have gone a year now, yeah. and you're still doing it. I think we're super egotistical. Is mainly uh, the thing. Amen. We, we like love it. just hearing the sound of our own voices. Amen. That was that was. Uh, I like to say that was very much Paul. Like Paul loved. He loved getting the feedback, even though oh, yeah. it was only his family and friends yeah, 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 that was yeah. giving him feedback i'm yeah. like i'm like paul once we get people who aren't related to us telling us how good we are mm -hmm. that's when we're great like yeah. when you get that phone call like that's great um we weren't there like like we had a lot of people that like we had a lot of listeners that were religious listeners dude that was me for you yeah you were you were our guy but <laughs> you were the one i was like the one you I'm were the, the one. one but no we did have a lot uh, that would listen regularly yeah um the problem is we knew a lot of them and yeah. all we would just keep telling you people we'd be like Tell your friends, please. Yeah, spread tell, it around. Tell your friends. Let them all know. Share whatever you want on Facebook, but go for it. Um, um, right off the hop. See, cut, that's an easy um, one that's to cut. That's an easy one to cut wide open. But I think what ends up happening with those sort of scenarios is as a host, as people that are talking all the time and getting used to it, you start to not do it because you realize what you're doing. Absolutely. What, what will end up happening, and we've had a few guests, I will, and I won't name names because I don't want to, because I don't want to out them, but there's a few guests that we've had to, I've had to really edit the crap out of there mm -hmm. because every, and it's not just ums, it's you knows and that type of thing. The, I'm like, bad for that. Yeah. I always saying, say that type of thing at right. the end of a sentence. I'm it's like, crutch. we like this crutch and phrase. that type of thing. Well, what happens is I think people don't want, um, Dead, dead air. air. They don't want silence. Mm -hmm. So and they and fill it with. That's what happens. People feel the need to talk through the silence. And the silence, what people have to realize is sometimes that's the most of a, most effective piece. It's like, if I'm quiet for a second, people are like, wait, what's going on? What's he going to say? And then I come back with something. Usually it's me coming back, taking a shot at Paul. <laughs> but um, if, if I come back with something, then they're like, ah, I get it. You know, so, so that silence it, it, that's that creates drama silence is gold there you go so equipment wise i'll tell you what our setup is just as a as a as a as a podcast what we've done initially we were doing the online recording when ryan the the initial idea that that i had come up with uh for doing a podcast was shared with ryan early on and ryan was like well why don't we do this and and made the idea better and so when we decided to do it together and call it what we did we, we, I kind of made the decision early on, like, I want to make it sound really good. Like, I just don't want to have this amateur hour and let's not do this halfway. So when we jumped in, I went and grabbed what's called a road podcaster. Is that what it's called? Roadcaster. Roadcaster. Yes, sir. And it's a, a small board. It's about 800 bucks. Um, it allows us to have up to four people on mic. You can have a phone connected via Bluetooth or a computer connected by, by USB. It's got options for sounds. So you can add sounds to the, to the uh, podcast live. All of our sounds are done live as we go. So we don't have to add them in later, that kind of stuff. Still I got mean, the door. I think so. Hang on. There it is. The door still there from Halloween. That's nice. my, <laughs> my favorite. That's, yeah, it's a good one. Excuse um, me. Pardon me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, yeah. Like, uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I love it. Justin we, just stood up. I love we're it. We're hilarious. Oh, God. Anyway, so there's that. We have four, uh, road pod mics. Yep. Which we, take around with us when we want to have them, when we have three other guests or two other guests, I'm doing my math wrong here completely. Sorry. Uh, and then, um, and really a couple of cheap stands and some cables and, 
the computer and that's it. It's the one thing that people need to understand about the podcast world is it can be portable. Totally portable. You can do your podcast from, if you go on vacation, do your podcast still. The, the one thing we have decided, we thought about, and now, first of all, we were doing a lot of them over Zoom. Yep. So we would have guests over Zoom all the time. You guys were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went that, on theirs over. We Yeah, exactly. So that was cool. But um, from the portability standpoint, I mean, we've discussed even going to events. I mean, COVID kiboshed all that yeah but we've discussed even going to like rib fest and getting in on those and like dropping sitting down at a you know at a table at rib fest and 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 recording there so we let's just say paul and i have had again we're not we're retired but you know what happens in retirement you get bored yeah so we have had some conversations and again special edition conversations we had a conversation just the other day about the 2022 Buffalo Bills home opener tailgate. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a podcast that day. No matter what, we're going. Are you gonna jump through a table? I don't jump through <laughs> tables. I leave that to the Buffalo Bills fans. Nice. Oh yeah, that's excellent. I love it. Oh, so who's your team? Dolphins. Oh, wow. yes, brother. Dolphins. Dolphins. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's... Now they're not good, <laughs> no, but no. they've been my favorite team. I heard Dan Marino is coming back, so so that's fine. But but that's <laughs> we we did. But isn't a Rod an investor we, in that team, I or is that so. the, the I don't, baseball I don't know team? If he still is. I don't know. But. You know, J-Lo and A-Rod, they don't like each other anymore, do they? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, um, but but going back to that is it's portable. We Mm. can do that. Mm -hmm. You guys can go to RibFest and uh, look, get some money for that though, okay? Yeah. Um, You can go to RibFest and you can do your show from RibFest. Do it. I mean, the beauty is we could do, you can do live shows now, like mm-hmm. y- with using social media, with using Facebook, you could do it all live and then record it and release it later as, as a podcast version, yeah. but you can do a live show with great quality for, look, there's very small barrier to entry at this That's point. right. Like it's, it, yeah, there's a startup cost. Like if you want to buy this board. And yeah, if you want to buy these mics, our look, setup, you guys are all in. Listen, our setup all in and full disclosure is is between eighteen and two thousand dollars. Yep. All in. Now that was to set this up. If we'd have done it another route and didn't use this board and we went with online services and Zoom and various different things, it would cost way less. And there's other ways to you do it. You can buy mics off online. Amazon for twenty five bucks, right? These were a hundred bucks or something. Yep. I can't I can't yeah. remember exactly. So yeah. so I mean I think it shouldn't be a barrier to entry. Cost should not be a barrier to entry because most people have even phones. Most people have the free headphones that come with the phones. That is odd that I just said right. phones the and the phone rang. You're summoning it. And it's a landline too. That, it's that not even like weird. A, I don't yeah, even know how to mute these it. Days. You know, it's funny because when, uh, when Paul's phone would ring, his landline would ring every time we recorded a show. <laughs> That's great. Without fail at the end of the show, it would always be like, his wife's sister or something like that. So it ended up becoming a joke. Like, see, uh, it was all all became a joke in the show. Well, and we can, we can hear it uh, sitting here. We can hear that the phone just rang, but I'm not even sure if that'll pick up on the mic. Cause that was pretty quiet. And like, if, we these got, are directional mics, yeah. Well, the one thing that you did, Justin, is you got these good quality mics, and that bugs me when I'm listening to other people is mm. when the audio quality yes. suffers a bit. I yes. Right away, I'm like, this frustrates me. I can't really hear mm-hmm. what you're saying. I have to jack... If I have to jack my volume all the way up and then all of a sudden someone else's voice comes in and it's blaring in my ear... Yeah. You're not going to want to listen to that show. No, yeah, no exactly. Not at all. But Even the, ambient noise is bad too. But if you're starting out, get a good quality microphone. So example here, I'm going to move my face to the side. And you can't you guys can't 
probably hear. You can't probably hear what I just said very well or not at all. I don't know. I have to speak directly into the mic mm-hmm. for this sound quality to come out. And it makes, on the other end, when you are listening to it, you hear all the tones and everything in my voice. It sounds natural. The other thing, too, is like you guys are saying, we we did a lot of Zoom. And, and sometimes with your guests, if they're somewhere else, you, that's the way you got to do it. But... I love the live. I love the sitting in the room with the person. Yeah. Yeah. There we uh we didn't get to do any live guests ever. We uh, that that's what sucked, right? Because we started in March like COVID hit the next week. We did our first two shows live together. And then after that, everything was Zoom. Was Zoom. And mm-hmm. like we did the occasional once they said, Okay, you can go outside, we'd sit in Paul's backyard. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we didn't we didn't get a chance to do many live shows with guests. I mean, we had um, Brian Baumler calling us from his private island, and uh, we, we Roger Mooking from you know parts unknown sitting by a fire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I would love to be sitting beside these guys, and and we always talked about having these guys back on, but you know, didn't happen. Maybe another special edition. I feel like if my wife is listening to this, she's like, no more special editions. <laughs> you you said this show was over. That's the, that's the code word, special edition. <laughs> that's what it is. That's it. That's what Sends it is. the bat signal out. It all, you know what? It To do the occasional show for us, just, just for some fun, because look, guys, it, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss doing it. I, I think I commented to Justin, it'll be nice getting behind a microphone again, because it's, I loved doing the podcast, Man. and it was... It was things out of our control, like life happens. This is exactly what we said. Life happens. It was things out of our control that that unfortunately made us have to stop the show. So, I love having the security cameras above us while we're doing this because we can see people at the door. Some guy's about to send a text message. Yeah, he's like, gonna I can't say, get in. Yeah. <laughs> that we can, this is great. Yeah. All right. Now, this is the part of the show where we narrate what's happening outside, <laughs> outside the room. He's calling right the phone now. guy. That's, That's him calling. He's calling. Yeah, he, Paula Celli, do we know them? Oh, should I have even said that? That on the one you can beep. That right? one I can beep out. Yeah. Now, yeah, now we're going to get an email being like, I tried to get in, and then you guys. <laughs> you guys weren't and open. then you guys talked about me and then didn't yeah. let me in yeah uh so last last sort of bits of well of, first first before we okay. address that just because by the way people if this guy comes in there's probably something that i can't help him with because it's our office staff that needs to do it and on wednesdays our office staff is not. oh he's here. trying to look in and he's probably sees joe's head sitting in the corner there yeah oh he sees me he's he's banging on the door now is he you can't hear it because of these great microphones <laughs> yes there you go but he's banging on the door right now, and the, yeah. the puppy's barking. There's all there kinds of things going on right going now. On. It's, this is part of... See, this is the stuff that I enjoy because it kind of adds to the show. Oh, it's live. Right? It's live. We're doing this live, <laughs> and I'm not going to edit much of this out. Maybe the guy's name, but that's about it. So um, so just to kind of roll around full circle, uh, summary, just do it. Uh, there's low barrier to entry. You can find a way to do it. Try to get as good a sound quality as you can right off the hop with whatever available opportunity you have, whether it be a $25 mic or a $100 mic, try to figure that out. There's options for lots of things. Riverside.fm is a great tool. I've, I've recorded on there before with other people and they've done, they've done some good things and it sounds really great. Um, and, um, and just do it. And you know what? Reach out. If you're listening right now and you're on the fence about starting a podcast, cause you don't know what to do. Reach out to these guys. Seriously, reach out because there's 
there's like 2 million podcasts out there. Yep. So it's like you're competition, but you're not competition. You're out there. Like I, I, I'm speaking for you guys right now, Mm -hmm. but you're willing to help Mm -hmm. other people get started. Yeah. Well, so to that point, when we started early on, I ended up having some issues and I had been listening to those dad guys. Mm-hmm. And I also knew you from a couple of Facebook groups in the, in the, uh, in the city. Yep. And I just reached out to you directly on Facebook, I think. And I was like, Hey dude, I'm having this issue. You, you can you, is there any way you could help? Do you know? And, and we went back and forth and that's how we kind of started our relationship. Yeah. And what I loved about it is, is that, you know, podcasting in a way is not, I'm not doing this to make millions of dollars. Right. So therefore, the competition quote unquote, isn't really a competition. It's just us all doing something cool that we're trying to do to create something interesting for other people to enjoy. And personally for me, I have a career yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, and it's very busy and demanding. He's gone by the way. Oh, he gone. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I have a career that I just ignored, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. so for me, what it was, was COVID was, was happening. I had time that was coming up on my hands and this was always something, an idea that I was flirting with. I'm a talker. I, I like to talk. I have stories to tell. I'm interested in other people. I'm one of those people that like, I like documentaries and stuff. So I know a little bit about a lot. So I feel like anyone who comes on the podcast I can kind of like, I'm not going to be an expert by any means, but I can kind of ask you a question that is going to make you answer. And so for me, that's what I'm saying is it's not competition. It's not, if you want to come on our podcast, if you're starting our uh, podcast and want to come on to me, it's like all all the power to you. It's content for us and, and something to, to keep moving forward and, and interesting and we're happy to help because this isn't my end all be all. I'm not yeah. resting my hat on yeah, the people aren't taking, podcast. F- taking food out of your mouth. <laughs> no. Yeah. So well, it's interesting because one of the points that I'll make here is that when we bring Jeevan on or when we bring Joe on or when we bring whoever on the podcast, and this is a little hot tip at the end of the podcast here, uh, they'll want to promote that to their friends and family. So that's new listeners for us. Yeah. So at the end of the day, what ends up happening is we're only benefited by other people coming on. So if you have a podcast and you want to come on here and talk, uh, Ontario's Most Haunted has a podcast, yes. right? We brought him on here to talk about ghosts and talk about his podcast. Yeah. Um, and it, it only helped us gain more followers from that perspective. He probably gained more followers from our podcast and yeah. so on and so forth. It's just a network. And, and really, at the end of the day... I'm just so happy to be doing this and it's kind of fun that we have an opportunity to do this and I'm glad we can share valuable information to the people. For me, it's something different. It's a change of pace. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. I'm I usually agree. screaming at kids on ice. <laughs> so, well, well, you should see what he yells at me after we shut down the mic. <laughs> so does Joe, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah, right? Anyway. I will end I with this. I will end with this and this is a great way to kind of summarize. Joe is wearing a shirt that kind of sums up podcasting. There are no mistakes, just happy accidents. Uh, Thank you, Bob Ross. Thank you, Bob Ross. Happy little trees. Happy little trees. So thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Joe. Talk to you soon, folks. See ya. That was another episode of The Underground. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, follow Justin on Facebook and see what he's up to in the real estate world at Justin Long Carrick. And check out what Ryan is doing on the ice at more.hockey.